I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. Problem. And what I'll do is I'll make sure that I send you a link to this as, as well. So you'll have a copy and you can watch it whenever and, and listen to it, um, especially if there are predictions, because it's pretty cool to go back and listen to it and go, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. So, okay. So, um, and did you have a chance to see or watch the session prep video? Excellent. So you know about okay. the 10 minute rule and you know um, how I work. So let's go ahead and let's get started here. I'm going to go ahead and get into your heart space, which is where authenticity and the truth lies. So do me a favor, please, and put both of your hands on your heart center. Perfect. And we're going to take three deep breaths together. And on that last breath there, after you take it, go ahead and say your first name only. Say it out loud three times, please. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. All right, Nicole, how can I help you? So I actually have a pretty targeted focus. I have just changed careers. Okay. I'm still in the same industry and moved into a new position. And I kind of feel like I have brain fog. I don't know if I'm just like in culture shock, if I made the totally wrong decision, or if I'm just burnt out. I don't know what it is, but I feel kind of like I just came out of a tornado in a way. Oof. And so I'm just trying to understand if I'm if making that change was the right change, if okay. I'm headed in the right direction. Okay, so let me take a look at that for you. Um, I'll start off just general in alignment with that question. And then as we go along, you know, we can look at this as a conversation. If you have anything that you want to ask, I can look further deeper into. Okay. okay. So there's something also about, I don't know if you understand this or not. It feels like one of the problems that you're experiencing is like, it's either, I don't know if I would characterize it or categorize it as being micromanaged, but like there is an authority figure that is just like, on top of you. Do you understand this? Does that make any yes. sense to you? Yes. Yeah, that feels like it is a problem. Now, is it the problem? Do you need to leave? You know, we'll look into that. But um, well, that is why I left. Oh, that's so why you I left. Okay. Yep. Yep. And started an, a new position where luckily I don't have that. But that okay. is why I left. But there is residualness of that still. Um, and it, it could be a fear, an underlying fear that could be driving or causing your concerns right now. There's something about you not trusting whether you made the right decision or not. I know you said that, but I think it goes along the lines of this. Um, was it that when you, that other position, when you first started, it was fine. And then it just grew into like, because it almost feels like there's a little bit or the fear is that there's a similarity to it that right now everything's okay. But as time goes on, what if this person does A, B, and C? You understand this? Right. Yes, I do. Yeah. So that's kind of like where I feel like you've got something stuck in your vibrational craw there. Like it's this fear of the unknown 
of the possibility of it being the same, even though it's a different position, but maybe the same circumstances. Yeah. All right. Let me bring you some relief, hopefully, but that is like, you're clearing that out. That's not going to happen. So you're not going to be in the same position that you were uh, last time. Okay. When I say position, I don't mean like your actual job position, but I mean that circumstance Circumstance. of a switcheroo or a duping. You understand that when I say dupe, like like rug pulled out from under me. It's not going to, you'll have other issues. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) That's normal, but not the one that you're fearing. So what I want to say to you is like part of the fear and this concern about whether you did the right thing or not is kind of like covert. Like it's that covert fear of it being the same situation. So um, it's, it's your insecurity within yourself that's being trig- triggered by what seems on some level too good to be true. You understand this? Yes. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have other problems. So I'll tell you, it's not too good to be true, but it's not the okay. same, you know, it's not the same thing. And we all, I mean, everybody has problems, so don't get too right. that. But right now, this like distrust and this back, back and forth, actually, I got to tell you, it feels like an inner war, like a civil war, an inner conflict within yourself is this fear. So that it's going to turn around and be the same. It's not. So if you can just kind of drop that, um, okay. go ahead and drop that. Now you're a very cerebral person. Okay. Which means you think a lot, you understand this, right? Totally. You're more of a thinker than a feeler, but you're operating from fear, which is more feeling, but your thinking is causing the feeling. So there's some sort of loop that's happening here with you. And so you have to break this pattern of, catastrophizing what might happen. Do you understand this? Yes. Because it's a loop. Okay. So, um, all listen, I have a, I, I suffer from anxiety and most of the people that I work with, like when I do my coaching and my mentoring and we do all the energy work and all that is people who have anxiety. So we're always working through that because we're intelligent people. (laughs) So being cerebral is not a bad thing. What it gives you is the ability to analyze and discern, but sometimes to your detriment. Okay. So it caused anxiety. So it wouldn't surprise me if you had anxiety in your life. Um, Yes, I do. Yeah, of course. You're talking to me. That's birds of a feather. That's how energy works. Like this is (laughs) felt drawn to me for whatever, whether you can, you know, verbalize it or not. It's like, oh, anxious meet anxious. Hi. Um, so if you can, and you're the only one that can do this, I can't do this for you. Your mom can't, your brother, your boyfriend, nobody can do this for you. And it's not an easy thing to do. So I don't want you to think, ah, just take two pills and call me in the morning. It's not like that. But if you can just bring yourself into the present, because you're working off of your fear of the past, So you're currently, you're currently creating a future from the past, right? This, this, this job has a potential, what feels like to me of being a really great opportunity for you to be there for a while, to just feel good and secure. 
you did the right thing. I feel like you did the right thing. Okay. But, but the anxiety, if you don't kind of get a hold of it and start asking yourself, well, what evidence do I have that whatever I'm fearing or worrying or catastrophizing about is true? You, you need evidence and proof of that. And you don't. And because you don't, you're living from your past experience, you see. So it's, yes. so you have to really be mindful and aware of when that fear is coming up and it's going to come up at the weirdest times, Nicole, I'm telling you, right. Yes. You'll be, you'll be like, you know, cutting vegetables and you'll all of a sudden get into this fearful state. All that's happening is that in that now moment, you're actually living in your past. So you're time traveling to the past, but then all that's right. happening is that you're creating the future of your past. So you're the only one that can really, you know, say, okay, I have no evidence that whatever I'm fearing of right now or whatever my body is feeling, because like we'll get that tight feeling mm-hmm. or our heart will beat really fast. Sometimes we sweat or even that tightness in the stomach. Even if you don't know what the fuck is going on, like why right. you are in the past, you're time traveling to the past. So all you have to do in that moment is just say, okay, right now in this now moment, as I'm cutting my vegetables, nothing is going on. So I am safe. And that's you bringing yourself back into the present. Okay. This is, this is work that you need to do in order to feel better about the situation, but nobody can do that for you. Okay. But I want to bring you some sort of relief that I do feel, or at least what's coming across in this now moment. Okay. You did make the right decision and it does feel like there's a good uh, trajectory for you with what you're doing right now. Okay. 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 So I hope that helps at least with that question. And so if you want me to look further deeper into anything, just it you know, does. ask and I can look. You know. Do you feel like there, what challenges do you foresee maybe something that I should be aware of in this new position? Yeah. So it feels like it has to deal with other people and personalities. Okay. Okay. So it's not yeah. necessarily your direct report. It's like, so basically this is what's happening. Like you're working with other people. You understand you work with other people, right? Like, I don't know why I it's do. coming up. You work with other people. So, I do. and it's more than one people. It could be a team. And there's something about not everybody being in the same place in the same space and time. So either remote workers yes. or right. like a, an international mm-hmm. or, you know, company, you understand this. Yes. Yes. So everybody, each of these, facets, all of these people are having and going through their own bullshit. Yes. So they take just like you do, just like I do, they take their past and bring it into their present. So their operating system is of the past. So what you're dealing with is you're dealing with people who also don't know how to separate their past and they're working off of fear. And right now fear is like the biggest thing in the collective because it's a way of control or, you know, either losing control or having control either way it provokes fear. And so you're dealing with people and you're working with people who are very fearful. And when we as a human, because it's our human blueprint, when we are working out of fear, we tend to get more selfish because we're trying to save ourselves. Right. 
So you're working what feels like with a bunch of selfish people. So you're dealing with these personalities who need to get their stuff done when they want. And it's like, well, I'm part of the team as well, meaning you, I'm part of the team as well. And I need you to help me with this, but they've got their other projects that they're putting priority. So I almost feel like the, a big challenge you're going to have is like constantly having to be on top of other people to get what you need done or to collaborate because you're dealing with basically a bunch of like scared children. That makes sense. So that's, that's a challenge, right? So that's gonna It does feel like you might feel alone in that situation, but I, I kind of like your boss is your, your boss is a feminine energy to them. Okay. It's a, she, let's say if it's a male, we have both female and feminine and masculine energy, but it feels feminine, which is nurturing and compassionate. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if you were now, I, I, what I would not do, because again, this is business. So like, we can't, we have to tread lightly. So I wouldn't necessarily go to your boss and cry and, you know, just be too emotional. But what I would do is I would, you know, at times, if you can really, and you're cerebral, so I know you can do this. It's just a matter of like, when you're not emotionally triggered by these little children <laughs> in the sandbox, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, um, you know, you can, um, go to your boss and just present her with a very pragmatic, practical situation or example of how you need her to maybe help you with the situation so you can get control of it with these okay. little kids in the sandbox. So they feel like she'll listen to what you have to hear, but you just do have yeah. to be a little bit more pragmatic and practical with her, but she yes. will, she will give you the support that you need. Okay. Yeah. With- she always has, I've worked for her before. Oh, so beautiful. I know her really well. And good. so, and she is a very good boss. So I agree with you. She is a less words person. So yeah. pragmatic is like a perfect yeah. way to describe her. Yeah but you'll feel supported, but your challenge isn't going to be with her. I think your challenge is going to be with coworkers and just all the, there's something, I don't know what it is that you do, but I feel like there's a lot of like pieces to puzzles that need to come together. Do you understand that? So you're dealing with like different departments and different this Uh and and it's like, fuck. Yeah. So that's very much that. (laughs) So that's, you know, like that's going to be your challenge, but What they are saying is, is that if you can, like, if there are some people that you work with over and over and over again, if you can learn, okay. When I say this, it's super important because it is such a key in connecting to people to build rapport, even if you don't like them. And what it is, is it's called diplomacy, which is really the the real definition of diplomacy is treating someone the way they think they need to be treated, not the way you think they need to be treated. When you can do that, you can manage them and you can handle them and you'll be able to get what you need done, done. It's how you can build rapport and connect with people. Okay. So you might be going, this person's a total fuck face. Like, are they stupid? Like, okay. But you can't say that to them. You have to say it in a way that they think they need to be reprimanded or, or talked to or spoken to. And then you're going to have them. You'll be able to manage them. 
Absolutely. Yeah. That's really good advice. So that's what they're saying. It's coming from them, meaning your, your guides talking to my guides. So they're saying that that's going to be super helpful for this challenge that you're going to have. Now, again, I don't feel the challenge. So this is good news, bad news, right? I don't feel like the, I feel like it's an ongoing challenge, which to me tells me that you're going to be either in this position or with this company or working with your boss for a while. So there's, there's some longevity. So if you can relax, yeah. If you can just let go and relax into that, you know, um, yeah, you'll have to deal with like, but at the same time, you'll have a job, you'll have a steady paycheck, you know, all the things that are going to give you for for you to feel safe in the world. Yeah. So the other like main kind of challenge I have in my life is I'm married and I have four children. Oh my goodness. Yes. I've been married for uh, almost 18 years and I know I, I got married super young, but um, my oldest child has always been kind of a challenge and he's like the one that always have had to manage just differently, parent differently, love differently. And he's on a totally different path and we worry about him. And I, I always try to tap into my guides. Mm -hmm. Like, what are my, what are my guides telling me I should be doing for him? How can I help him? And it's been really hard. Yeah. It's been really challenging to parent him. Yeah. Cause I mean, it it makes sense. You're emotionally attached to him. So it's going to be harder to be more objective. So it's totally fine. So what's his first name? Logan. Logan. And how old is he? 16. He's handsome. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Dark hair? Light hair. Light. Well, he's got dishwater, dishwater blonde hair. Okay, but it's not like bright light. No, dishwater blonde. And do you understand light color eyes? Yes. Okay. He's showing up to me. Um, do you understand either a little mustache or, or like starting to grow a mustache or yes. just some facial hair? You understand? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to con- make sure I was connecting with him. Very handsome. Um, he definitely beats to his own drum. Is that it? Or drums to his own beat? Yes. Beats to his own oh, drum. Yeah. Beats to his own drum. You know, I don't. Okay. So he, he is very, he's super smart. You understand this? Yes. Like really, he's I mean, very smart. He likes all the technological stuff. Yes. All right. So does. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know how you're gonna react. I mean, you seem pretty open to it, but it is what yes. it is, at least in terms of what I'm receiving. His soul may not be, or at some point might be like, oh, he might actually be like a multi-dimensional being. Whoa. Like, okay. I mean, it gets complicated. I'm not saying like his soul is like from outer space, but I'm just saying like he, his. He's experienced more than the average person. Yes. And his operating system feels above and beyond human. Now his last lifetime. It's so weird that you say that, that my mother said that about him when he was small. Yeah. Like there's just, there's just more like, yes, he's in a physical human body. So yes, he's human. I'm not here to scare the fuck out of you, but we're talking, we're talking about like the energy, um, the origination maybe of the energy may have come from another, um, another planet or something along or, you know, just, just a multidimensional being. 
Um, and so it is hard for him to be grounded in physical reality on this earth plane. So he's, but he's got this human body and he has to use his brain, but because his energy and his operating system is different. It's like, there's always like a trying to be a melding of using both, or at least trying yes. to be human, which is mm -hmm. why it's hard because you're a full on human. Your husband's human. The other kids are human. I mean, and again, I don't want to say he's not human because I don't want to freak you out, but he has no, doesn't like, freak me out. Okay, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> Cause yeah, he, does, he does, doesn't. he does have this higher, existence type thing. So, and, and like he, he really, what feels like is he really desires and needs freedom. You understand this? Yes, he does. So the more you, you, now I'm not saying boundaries because he is human. So he needs to have boundaries. Okay. Yeah. But he needs to have freedom or at least the sense of freedom. And it does feel to me like there may, like there's room for improvement on in that area. Now, specifically, okay. I would have conversations with him and ask him, what are your needs and what are your wants? Okay. He's super intelligent. Okay. He so, is. you know, he may be communicating with you on a whole other level and you're just be like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just giving him an opportunity to step into that maybe more mature part that he does have that he's trying to like be more human with, you know, in, in, in this human container. Um, yeah. Sorry, there's a helicopter. I don't know. Oh, you're you, fine. You can hear me. Okay. Nope, I can't. Okay. Um, so you might want to ask him what his needs and his wants are. And if they're safe and reasonable for a 16 year old human child, you may want to meet those needs and give him what he wants because then he okay. won't feel so restricted. Now, again, it has to be safe, right? right? And for, for a 16 year old, you know, um, and if it's not unreasonable, like if you can't, if he's asking for a Ferrari for a car, that's unreasonable, right? Because you may not be able to afford it, right? <laughs> right. I'm just saying, but get an idea of what his wants and his needs are, because then you're going to get an idea of the areas of his life where he needs more freedom and maybe less restriction as long as they're safe, like physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, you know, financially, um, spiritually, yeah. okay? And I really like this year, we took him out of school so that he can get his GED because okay. traditional high school is not working for him. Perfect. So we've tried to like unrestrict a lot of those yeah. very like traditional pegs yes. that he was being placed yes. in. But I do my guides say that like the trajectory that he's going right now, is he at least going to be okay? Oh because, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He's, he's not going to, He's not going to let himself not be okay because he's way smarter than you. Sorry to just say that. Okay. No, I'm glad you're saying so that. He's going to make his, yeah, he's going to make his way through life. You and your husband and the other kids are going to sit here and go, what the fuck? <laughs> right. We already do that. Yeah. But be, he just operates differently. So, you yeah. know, but getting an idea <laughs> excuse me, getting an idea of it and being able to support him through it is what's going to make this human experience easier for you and for him. Yes. 
Because I always feel like I don't even know how to parent him. Right. I don't even know how. It makes sense because you're, you're conditioned and you're, you've learned how to like, what are the normal human things? Right. Right. Well, you know, for a lot of people not having their child in school at the age of 16, they'd be freaking the fuck out. But for you, it works. It's what works for him. So no, he can't do that. You know, um, he may, I don't know, is he working yet? There's something about him getting a job. He may want to need to get a job. He, he wants to. And it's one of those things that that like socially awkwardness, we've done like mock interviews with him, like trying to really coach him because to your point, adults don't really know how to take that, like that hyper intelligence, that social awkwardness. Yeah. So how, like, what's the right job? He's talked about being an electrician. That's one of the things that he said is like a dream, which is the technical piece that you're speaking to, which would be great. He would do great at that. And so we're, going to get him his GED, get him into like a technical school where he can do that. And hopefully he can operate at that higher plane and be really yeah. happy. Yeah. But- I mean, for that kind of a job, it's not the most social job. I mean, yes, no. you need to be able to talk to a client to find out what their needs and, you know, again, what are their needs and what are their wants and can he meet them? Those, that's really it. But, you know, him dealing with the wires and being so cerebral and understanding mm-hmm. how energy and electricity works and all of that stuff, like that, I feel like that's going to be a really good direction for him. Although there's something about cars there with him too. Do you understand this? The connection yeah. to cars? Yes. He loves cars. Like it would be really, he yes. would be, he might be really good at, and again, you know, if these are things that he's 16, so he's still young, you know, like he may yes. want to work on like an electric car or, you know, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Right. So again, that has to do with electricity. So he still does need a fundamental basis of, you know, how to work electricity, but that definitely feels like a really good road or a path for him, at least as of now. And as long as he's choosing his way and being supported instead of restricted, then he, I mean, he's, he's going to beat to his own drum. Let him gonna be fine and if you're worried this is coming up if you're worried about him finding a partner there's a lid to every pot (laughs) okay that's good that's good yeah 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 because I know he really wants that he has told me that that he would love to have you know that in his life yeah but he doesn't ever, he wonders like if anybody would ever like him. So it's a process and it is getting yes. harder and harder these days. It is. Right. Um, but he's in like this new paradigm and this new generation of the way things are done. So he's going to have to learn that his way because your advice is not going to be viable for him. No. Wow. Okay. And that's have, because- do you come across that often? to have people um, who are like these I've had higher plane people. I, so I've had a couple of moms um, have very similar situations because their children are of such high dimensions. Now, you know, it might be dramatic for me to say they're coming from other planets. I don't have the human words to, to put through that higher knowing that, that just that knowledge and, you know, uh, that frequency and vibration where they don't fit into the regularness of what 
or what we define as normality for, you know, humanity, I have, and there's more and more that are coming. So, um, wow. but they're here to change. They're here to show us that they're different and to learn okay. how to accept difference that, you know, so it's like okay. your, your kiddo, what was his name again? I can't remember. Logan. 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 Logan is here for a much higher purpose. You know, I love that. Yeah. So that's why you don't get it because unfortunately, just like me, like we're at this level and Logan's like here. So it's like there's a gap, you know. So yes. and we we don't want him to lower himself to get no. here. We really don't. We want to no. cultivate this because there are other these and yes. they will meet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's how he stays in his power. And that's how you get through your human experience too. Now, again, got to keep him physically safe, mentally safe, you know, all the things you're already doing that. Right. So, so that's how that kind of operates. It's different. Yes. And the other kids are going to, you know, kids, thankfully, uh, they're pretty accepting. Like they're, they're taught like how to discriminate or to make fun of other kids or whatever. Usually like kids are just like, Hey, let's just play in that. Like they don't care about anything. So uh, other kids, you know, aren't going to care as much or like your kids aren't going to care as much that Logan's like that. Plus they live with it. You know, it's like, this is how we are. This is our family, right? Kids are really adaptable. So I don't really anticipate a lot of problems. He just, he needs freedom to be different. And so as long as you're not pushing him in full, and I love how you're like not squeezing him into that peg, you're already doing a great job. Like you're already on your way. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're so welcome, Nicole. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that I get you this link so you can watch this again. Okay. Uh, just really Great. quick before we go, um, how did you find out about me or how'd you hear about me? Uh-oh. Hello. I first saw you through calling about, oh, do you hear oh, me? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Me? We, yeah, we, we okay. got weirded out, but it's okay. It's fine. Oh, okay. I first saw you through Colleen Ballinger and then I started watching more of your sessions and for like months I was like I need to do this for myself and then with this recent job change it was just the perfect time perfect time see divine timing all as well Nicole you're doing great you're you're gonna be fine the kids are gonna be fine everything's gonna be okay all right thank you you're very welcome you're very welcome so you know where to find me if you need me again okay I do. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences. We'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate, authentic, and entertaining approach towards spirituality, personal development, wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and get updates about future episodes and join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.